This podcast is rated off for realness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. I'm Rich the Riz. He's Basement Jer, and we like to have fun on this podcast, but we have something very real to talk about first. Um, as everyone has heard by now, uh, Jay Briscoe, one half of the Briscoe Brothers tag team, passed away on Tuesday in a head-on collision. Uh, he was driving his two daughters to cheerleading practice when someone from the oncoming lane drove into his lane. Uh, that driver also passed away. Uh, as of Wednesday, both daughters were in the ICU with uh, one of them requiring spinal surgery as she was unable to move her legs following the accident. This is following an update from Jay Briscoe's wife. Um, we haven't heard any updates yet so far, but um, there's been an outpouring of love from the pro wrestling community. Uh, a lot of guys worked with the Briscoes or knew the Briscoes, and it's been overwhelming outpourings from the community. These are never easy to report on. Jer, what do you got? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have enough value to contribute. I will say that I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight. Yeah, he's with his kids. I thought that Jim Cornette had said, you know, he had, like, he did something on his show. They talked about him. And I thought, like, he he did a good job of, like, telling, like, you, you hear about what kind of person uh, Jay Briscoe was. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought we'd um, we'd just watch it together, watch a little bit of it. Like mm-hmm. five minutes. Um, you had seen a little bit of it, and it was it was rough for you. You said, it was, "Yeah, it was I, tough. I heard, I heard this part." And if anyone hasn't, it it's it's tough to listen to. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna so we're gonna have the link for the whole thing in the description below. Mm-hmm. So I would I would give I would check that out, and then come back here, or you watch here first, and then go check it out. So. Mm-hmm. You could watch from where you pick up from here, where we leave off, and go there and come back, or whatever you want to do, whatever makes you, you know. But I, I, I recommend it. So let me make sure I got good volume here. That's the first thing we got to talk about. It's that important. And you know, a lot of times when shit like this happens, even if you really like or love the person or have known them however long. It's wrestling, folks, let's face it, unless it's old age or, you know, cancer or some kind of unpreventable illness. In many cases, when you talk about something like this, you well, you know, personal habits or lifestyle, you know, he should have taken care of himself. You know, that t- there's some mitigation at least in that, but in this case, there's not because it's fucking ridiculous. Through no fault of his own, he's minutes from his house, from the the farm where they all live, the family all lives. You can, you know, see everybody in the goddamn family. I think the way I've seen everything laid out, they all live there on the farm. And minutes from there, taking his 
kids to school or not actually not not to school but to cheerleading practice or whatever at the school and some woman girl whatever um it, it, it this was not they weren't on the interstate i don't people can't picture laurel county and sandy fork and you know delaware it's rural it was a two-lane road, probably with – they may have been the only traffic. Who the knows? And the woman just for some unknown reason crosses over from her lane, crosses the middle lane, hits him head on. Boom. And she's dead, so we won't get a explanation from her over this. I'm, I hope – maybe they found a cell phone laying around because if, if they do a – alcohol content test and that comes up negative you know nobody can fucking exist without texting on the phone in the car anymore but nevertheless so both of his daughters are still in the hospital and i mean it's not like people are you can't just be constantly hounding this family. Well, how, how are the daughters? So the last I heard was what they had posted. It was a day ago that uh, one was in surgery, you know, on back surgery, which doesn't sound good. And the other one was stable, but still in, you know, critical condition or whatever. But just taking them to cheerleading. And... I got a um, I got an email um uh, I got a number of emails not only personal but also to my website but this from I don't know this guy named Scott but he's from he's a listener and he's from uh Laurel County or Sussex County Laurel Delaware I said Laurel County a few minutes ago whatever the case Scott from up there in Sussex County he wrote, I can truly say that our little community, shit, our little community has never been so heartbroken than to hear the news of Jay's passing. Schools and businesses are closed. They closed the school district for the day in honor of, of them because of what Jay and his family meant up there. But Schools and businesses are closed. Social media is exclusively an outpouring of love for Jamin Pugh and his family. Jay was a frequent sighting out and around Sussex County, Delaware. I've never met a more friendly and down-to-earth human being in my entire life. It didn't matter who you were, what color your skin was, or your sexual preference. Jay was a friendly face to all. I was proud to call him friend. <clears throat> and look to him as an example of what a father should be. I can only hope to be half the father that Jay was to his children. He was an A-plus father up until the very end as he was killed taking his little girls to cheerleading practice. Our community will never be the same after this horrible tragedy, but he will never be forgotten around these parts. Jay Briscoe was a legend, and his memory will live on forever. So I have to stop because I don't, I can't, I got to do a podcast still, you know? That was, that's like, I thought 
to hear that, I think everybody, like, you know, to hear what someone says, someone that knows you, you know, that knows the person. Mm-hmm. Jim Cornette knew him, knew him, and this man knew him, and they closed the schools, bro. They closed, like, business is closed. Mm-hmm. He obviously meant a lot to a lot of people in that community, and obviously in the wrestling community, too, but in his own little town of laurel yeah like you could tell the kind of life you live by you know how people react to your passing you know mm-hmm. a lot of people are just devastated so i think uh, like i said the uh, link uh, is going to be in the description mm-hmm. so you should check the whole episode out um kind of, you know makes you think you know about life. You know, you could do everything right. You could be the best person. Then, you know, life just happens. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, it's all about hoping his daughters can pull through the one that's having the spinal surgery. And uh, they're both in the ICU. I don't know what's up with the other one. We haven't, like, like Cornet mentioned, uh, all he knows is what's being put out there. And no one has a place to say we need more information. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll take. Let's take a break. Mm. All right. And we'll come back. We'll we'll try to. We're gonna make. Let's cheer everybody up. Let's uh let's celebrate life. Uh, because you still have it. And then uh, we'll just come back strong. So like, just take a second here, and we'll be, we'll be right we're right back back we're. Let's do the rest of the podcast. Let's have a good time. We're gonna have a great episode. We're gonna we're gonna basement book, guys. The basement bookers are back. We're basement booking Raw Thirty. We're gonna basement book Royal Rumble. It's don't worry. We got the we got some highlights, but also we're back to basement booking, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how the basement booking occurs in the uh, in the video space, uh, so to speak, with. But anyway, we're not done yet. We still got a little bit of the, uh, you know, we got some stuff, some news. We got Vince being naughty, maybe not naughty. We don't know. Allegedly, we don't know. <laughs> All right. You don't know. You don't know. I, I, I wasn't, wasn't there. <laughs> what am Great I? Minds. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. What are you, right? Jerry McDevitt? What am I? I'm, I'm Jer. So, no Wrong relation. Jerry. Wrong no. Jerry. All right, so uh, let's go. Uh, Rich, what do you got, man? All right. So Superstar Billy Graham is not doing well. According to posts to his Facebook by the page admin, who's been getting updates from uh, Billy Graham's wife, um, Billy Graham has been in the hospital since at least January 6th. An MRI revealed a bad ear infection had spread to the bones in his ears and part of his skull. Uh, he coded during a procedure on January 10th, and doctors restarted his heart and installed a breathing tube. But later in the day, he was uh, able to open his eyes and focus, which is good. That's That was definitely promising. He had been on at least seven antibiotics for the infections, and they took a liter of fluid from one of his lungs to help improve his breathing. Last weekend, his blood pressure and heart rate were steady enough to remove him from the ICU. And as of Wednesday, his kidneys were working again, which 
the po one of the posts mentioned that uh, when you code, which means you, if your your heart stops, the kidneys are the first thing to shut down. So his kidneys um, working again is a great sign. Sending positive vibes out to superstar Billy Graham. That sounds horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I believe in God, and I hope that um, he takes care of Billy Graham. Um, mm -hmm. I can't imagine that kind of like awfulness and I, I sucks so good good vibes uh, as much as we can here like it's always like i'm having a rough time rich there is it's, it's it's a it's a rough week um our truth revealed in a recent live stream that he's healing up from a torn quadricep tendon that he needs surgery for then he needed a follow-up surgery because he got an infection he said he started physical therapy this week and he'll be back quote sooner than y'all think so, our truth going to be in the Rumble. My guess number 16. I don't know why 16, but why not? I like it. It's booked. It's booked for uh, Basement Booker's Books Royal Rumble. We already go. got them. There we go. Number 16. All right. All right. Um, uh, what do you got? I don't know. I was just waiting. Oh, you ummed. Okay. Yeah. I did that because I was going to interrupt you, and I stopped short so you could keep going. Oh, I was That's just gonna why. move on That's to what the next. Happened. I was gonna move on to the next thing, but if you got something, I'm on waiting. That, I'm waiting right. on the next thing. All right. So you mentioned Vince McMahon. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported on Thursday that Vince and former referee Rita Chatterton, who accused him of sexual abuse in 19, who recently accused him of sexual abuse from 1986, have reached a multi-million-dollar settlement. Vince continues to deny the allegations, but his lawyer says he settled to simply avoid the cost of litigation. Move it right along. I can't anything I say, I'm just too stupid and I just don't have what it takes to speak on that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I wasn't there. I don't want it to be true. But if true, gross. You know what I mean? The usual thing. Like obviously yeah. that's bad. You know what yeah, I we, mean? Yeah. So I just want it I just want everybody to be okay. Mm-hmm. Stop the madness. In the original January 5th consent, which is what it's being called, uh, that made Vince executive chairman of WWE, an amendment was made that required shareholders to approve any company transaction or media rights deal. Vince has since re had this rewritten so that any decision in these matters would not need shareholder approval since he is now executive chairman. So I feel like you remember those games? It was like a little... It's like a little tray. You got it's got sixteen slots, but only fifteen numbers, or something like that. And you gotta you gotta arrange the numbers in numerical order. I hate that game. Those are always the worst. I hated those. But you always it's like you move one up to move one over to move that one down to move that one over. You got to make four moves to make one move. I feel like that's exactly what happened here, but at a corporate level. Vince is like, okay, well, I'm out of power, but I can do this thing that'll make me executive chairperson. And once I'm executive chairperson, I can then take away everyone else's power. Can you imagine being Vince McMahon sitting with these thoughts and setting this up this way? Yes. It's like it's like it's it's like a kid that in that makes up their own game and they're perpetually changing the rules as they go so that they win. Yeah, I pop the tiles out and then I put them back in the right order. I used to do that. 
That's so I lazy. That I hated that game. It was. It's one of those things like that dude in the meme that's like, just do it this way. It's like, just take them out. And then you yeah. can put them back in the right way. Why are we doing this? And they were never we made right. So they'd, always, they'd always get stuck if you try to do it right anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you see it, but the only time I ever get them is like a birthday gift thing like when you go to like a kid's birthday party like one time mm-hmm. it was a bunch it's of them in a, in a pinata mm-hmm. yeah like a grab bag or something i'm mm-hmm. like oh this stupid thing but like you didn't have <laughs> shit back then so you're like i mean can i just have a for me to... can i just have a quarter yeah but it's like it's something to do like <sighs> what, what what like what were your options back then dude like oh cool a little ball i can bounce yes like at least with that you're gonna have a lot of fun with that you know, or like one of those bullshit like pinball game machine things, like the you move yeah. a little ball around, or the thing with water in it, you, you squirt it, and you try to get the ring on the on the little things inside. Yeah, those are amazing. My grandmother mm-hmm. used to have like a keychain that did that. I always used to mess with it. I was like, wow, this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> God, we're old. All right, uh, get away from that. <laughs> Vince just making up his own rules. He's just doing what he wants. He is. According Man. to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Comcast is the most likely candidate to have on hand the available funds to purchase WWE, which analysis estimate would sell for between $7.4 and $8.2 billion. Additionally, the Saudi PIF, Amazon, Disney, and Netflix would be able to come up with the funds themselves, while Endeavor and the Khan family would have to partner with other businesses to get the funds. So they're kind of. It looks like basically, what's happening is they're like they're looking at lists. It's like, okay, you have it, you guys can get it, you guys can partner with someone to get it. They're making tiers of potential buyers. Out of selfishness, I want it to be Netflix. I would like Netflix to buy it because they have they own the prop the menus like how they do it. No one can do it like them, and I feel like they do it the best. Netflix's menu is pretty great. So I think that would be ideal. That's the only reason. As mm-hmm. long as like keep as long as you keep Triple H and creative and just let them, you keep your hands out of the pot and don't bring your political BS over there and just mm-hmm. leave it doing what it do, it would be the best because you have like the Netflix's awesome menu. You know, you just it's like right through the app, right through Netflix. Mm-hmm. You can go to WWE and you can have Keep the premium live event model. Don't go back to that pay-per-view. That, that, that's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, one of the main reasons, like, I don't know. The reason I don't get AEW is I don't want to pay for that. That's $50. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I yeah, they, they got to they they go the WWE Network route. For AEW and eventually Ring of Honor, they need to start doing something like that. Yeah, it's like, I don't want, I don't, I don't have that. So... Like I can't justify that purchase, especially since it's like, I don't know, I I don't I don't want to be negative. Let's just say like it's it's a it's a big ask, especially in twenty twenty three now. Yeah, I get them because I can sort of I balance it with well, it's only for a year, not like WWE's twelve eight eight ten twelve a year, whatever it is. Yeah, if you think about it that way, it makes more sense, mm-hmm. I suppose, right? And, okay. Yeah, and, and the cards are always super stacked. It's like 11 hours of content that they shove into four hours, or five hours even. Yeah, but how do you go from, uh, like, 
tag team bloody no anything goes tag team match from from a rampage. How do you escalate that to pay per view stuff? <laughs> like, uh, it's like where do you go from there? You got have an exploding barbed wire death match or something. Maybe. What do I know? All right. So speaking, it sounds of tri- good on paper. It does. It sounds good on paper. I feel like I feel like you're booking already. Hey, uh, it's, the wheels are always turning. Mm. Uh, so speaking of Triple H and in being in charge of creative in a talent meeting before Raw, Triple H again addressed Vince's uh, con- uh, return, letting talent know that while Vince can make creative suggestions, Triple H is still chief operating officer and still gets the final say in creative decisions. I hope For now. Right. I hope that this is a case. This is a case of um, quelling anyone's concerns and not is he trying to convince them or himself. It might be a little from column A, a little from column B. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's truth to this, that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll see. Well, okay. So I have something for the Rumble booked, which actually goes to Mania and beyond. I'm just gonna say right now. I hope it's. I hope it's not what happens. Okay. <laughs> so, spoiler <laughs> alert for that. Oh uh, man, it sounds juicy. Devon, Devon Dudley himself revealed on Twitter that he has he left WWE this week. Didn't say why. Didn't say what's going on. What he's planning on doing. But I believe it was Bubba Ray did uh, send out on social media a photo of him and Devon holding like. Every title belt they ever held together. It's it's time. It's time to bring the gang back together to put over the acclaimed. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making a guess. You can mm-hmm. book that if you want, Tony. Yeah, it's I, not I, even original. You probably had that thought like two seconds after you saw. Two seconds before Devon sent the tweet out. Mm-hmm. You he's got like tweet, the offer. He's got Twitter vision. Yeah. He's got the power to know when to get people. Yep. I'm not sure if Devon can wrestle. I remember he he had some health issues. He had to have surgery. But I you know what? We'll we'll see. I mean, they put Soraya back in the ring, so who knows? He he could manage powerhouse Hobbs. That might be what Hobbs needs. Can Devon talk? Absolutely. So there you go. Huh. That would be great. All right. Wait, yes. One more thing. Like, it'd be yes. great if they actually like do like the opposite of what they're accused of, and like take his advice. You know what I mean? Like, if they like listen to him, it, he might be able to help them. Hmm. Like overall, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's obvious. You know, he was doing work at WWE for a reason. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So he's been around he's seen he's literally been in companies that folded and wwe so take the good advice you know Mm -hmm. if he's got it you know i'm sure he does yep bret hart announced on twitter that hitman's bar which is what it's called clever name is opening calgary alberta canada next month hitman's bar like I'd imagine, it's like a an actual like a bar, like a crowbar, like a giant crowbar, you know, mm. at the top. I feel maybe you like... have like a Bret Hart statue holding a crowbar, you know. 
<laughs> I get the impression he's not quite Or like an arm clever. bar? I don't even think he's clever for that. <laughs> I own yeah. a bar. I'm the hitman. What's it called? Hitman's bar. Wow. Bro. Or, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Hogan have like a shop? Like he has like a store or something, a restaurant or something like that? think so Doesn't hogan the, have like a thing he has like a beach shop or something yeah because he's got like all his belts there and stuff of course he almost does. like a like a hogan museum mm -hmm. if you will maybe that's like his own little personal hall of fame brother yeah brother you know hulkster's been running wild all over for years mm -hmm. and years one time i did a movie with rocky right he was enormous. Like, I watched Rocky three recently, and Hulk was in it, and it was like before he lost like two feet from falling on his butt for mm -hmm. all those years. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know Sylvester Stallone's not exactly super tall, mm -hmm. but Hogan was enormous. Hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. People, a lot of young people don't realize Hogan used to be the man. You know, Hulk, yeah. man, brother. It was a uh, it was a unique time. All right, um, we got anything else in here? Last but not least, for now at least, uh, Sean Spears and Cassie Lee announced on Thursday that their son Austin J was born this past Tuesday. Yay! All right, great. Congratulations, everybody. Um, also, both of them got crapped on by their baby. Just so you guys know, because I know, because they tweeted it. So. Oh, I, I missed that one. That. Yeah. So, for well, the record, there you go. Misadventures in parenting, part one. All right. What do you want to do first? Do we just like knock off the highlights? Or you just yeah. talk about. All right. Let's let's run through the highlights and then do what we do best, which is basement book. We're gonna we're gonna basement book raw thirty, which is coming up, and then we're gonna basement book Royal Rumble. It's gonna be. I have a list of uh, all the uh, legends announced for Raw 30. Good, because we're gonna we'll, we'll just mention that, and then we'll go into like how how we would do it. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so it went really fast. All right, so this was not highlighted by by Rich Torres because he knew that I was gonna bring it up. I'm sure. Yes. As soon as Rhea Ripley comes up in front of Solo Sokoa, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, he's going to headbutt her in the face, and it's hmm. going to be awesome. <laughs> he's the street champion. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Much to my disappointment, that is not what occurred. What occurred was Solo backing off, being backed off by Rhea Ripley. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like... I'm having flashbacks to Lillian Garcia being destroyed by three-minute warning. Flashbacks to the fabulous Moolah and Mae Young taking exactly three minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Bubba putting uh, Mae Young through a table from this. I think it was even I'm, from this. I have. Yep. Okay. I have a theme here. Okay. I have a theme here. Okay. I don't know what. The Dudley boys have to do with Samoans. 
I don't You're know right. what they have to do okay. with the bloodline, all which right, is what right, he right. is to represent, what he has flowing through his veins. Mm-hmm. I had flashes to Moolah May Young being there three minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Rich Derez, I had th- a flashback of two mildly attractive, early 2000s, late 1990s attractive lesbians when this was a rare thing. HLA taking three minutes too long, and now I see this. That's right. Nothing (laughs) makes me more like I'm blown away by what just happened here. Mm -hmm. But luckily, I've got a solution, and that solution will occur when we book Raw 30. do you think this was Roman's reaction when, when he saw Solo back down? That was mine, too, actually. Yeah, like Tribal Chief, me, you. No, mm-hmm. not you. You didn't care. You didn't highlight it. Well, this one? Uh, dude, it was more like I was hurt. Like mm-hmm. I was like, why would you don't put him in this position? Right. What are you doing? That's the key. It's oh. it's, it's exposing. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, oh, he's a savage, but he's a noble savage. He would never. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right, so. It's like they they, they paint themselves into a corner, or they try and build. I wonder if, like, from from their, from the writer's perspective, are they trying to build tension, and then they just, like, it falls flat because he can't hit her? I I know that wrestling is a dance, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just certain things a publicly traded company. Thankfully, I'm doing it right now, so you don't do it and upset me later. Thank you. Publicly traded company, <laughs> just certain things you can't do. Mm-hmm. But to to add on to what you said about painting themselves in the corner, they are not only painting themselves in the corner. You're, they're painting poor Solo Sokoa's character into a corner. Don't make the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, screw it. Here's what I would have done. I would have had her, him go to headbutt Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley gets out of the way in time for Dom to get headbutted in the face. Yeah. I would have loved that. And then, because Rhea would have had to fall, she and she falls to the ground, basically. She's like, yo, he was really going to headbutt me. And maybe she'll think twice before getting in this guy's face later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that wouldn't have even been her like looking weak or whatever because that's self-preservation. Yeah, yeah, it's a Samoan headbutt. It's not like a regular man headbutt. It's a Samoan headbutt. Or, or maybe Dom sees the headbutt coming and he pushes Rhea out of the way and he takes the headbutt. There you go. You know that makes him like, yeah, that's better. That deepens the connection here, and it shows that maybe. 45 minutes in holding really did harden Dom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that works out. On the so, inside. You're welcome, WWE. Uh, it would require some insane precision from them, though. Like, you'd have to nail the timing for something terrible not to happen. Practice makes better. Yeah. Yeah, and then they start the segment. It's like, uh, Rhea Ripley, she uh, hurt her nose earlier. Not Nothing related to practicing headbutt timing. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't going to help. But that's why she had to move out of the way, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So next. Uh, okay. So this was a segment that Rich had. So Byron is 
outside Pierce's office was Elias Rich. Why do you feel like this is red? Because I feel like MVP coming out, saying what he said, it was obvious. And I hate obvious things. Surprise me for once. Make it not Omas. And why is Elias so stupid that he thinks it would be MVP? MVP was MVP just talking in third person the whole time? Is he is he rock now? I and also you underestimate MVP. You think he'd do something that stupid? Like he knows. Yeah. He he's a businessman. He knows what's going on. Or or they just uh, like and it makes Elias look stupid. Yeah, and it makes us look stupid. He's like. He goes, hey, Pierce, you got a minute? It's like, you were just in there. No one else walked in there. You were the last one in there. Well, he could be on the phone. I guess, yeah, I guess, like, Mm -hmm. all right, never mind. I'm the asshole. No, it's all right. uh, So he's like, so I'm I'm there, too. I'm like, okay, so it's it's Omos, right? Because he's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Right. You know, it's not, we're not going to get Carmelo Hayes out here. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be my pick to join the Hurt Business, Robert Roode. You know, it's not Bobby Roode. Interesting. Yeah, I say that because, like, someone, a fan tweeted out, like, oh, what if the Hurt Business has the Street Profits in it? It's like a picture. It's got the Street Profits with Benjamin and uh, um, Cedric. Cedric and uh, Omos and whatever, and Bobby and Bobby Lashley. And then, like, PvP replies, he just adds every black wrestler in there. Let's just put them, let's put it all together. Let's do a cookout. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, why does it have to be that? And I'm, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? Robert Roode would be great in the Hurt business. Looks good in the suit. You mm-hmm. know, he's a big guy. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, he could, you know, he, he could fit. You know yep. what I mean? I was thinking about guys you would put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what that leads to, next segment here. Now, it's green highlighted. For me, it was kind of rough. Because it's like, Becky's calling uh, Bailey a Karen. Yeah, the whole Karen part was a red for me, but the rest made up for it. Yeah, it wasn't that she was calling her a Karen, and it's like, I mean, I get it. And then Bailey's like, I know you know my name is Bailey. As if Bailey doesn't know what the insult Karen means. Right. And then Becky, poor Becky, like, don't do it. Don't try to explain it to her. Just move on with your life. You know, she it's not that good. Explaining it. Don't explain it because it wasn't that it wasn't the one two punch that you thought it was. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I I, I kind of get like the valid points is like, oh, you wanted, but you you wanted to stay in NXT because you wanted to help people. I thought that's what it was. I didn't take mm-hmm. your spot. That was up to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like because she wanted to be a leader, she wanted to help. Yeah, and- you want. You know, you want to be the big boy in the sand, big girl in the sandbox, or whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Yep. Um. Well, any th- any other uh, thoughts on that? I did like. I I kind of saw what was happening. I didn't. I I didn't know for sure sure it was uh, gonna lead to a cage match, but I saw the trap being set. I saw it being laid out. I saw Bailey walk into it and look around. You know, and like, oh, and there's the cage. But it was it was still good it because it, I feel like it fit with the characters.
I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Yeah, I'm doing I, it again. I, I remember too late that I could unmute you. Yeah, you can. You just just like how I can mute you, I can unmute you. So yeah. All right. Uh, good. We could assist each other. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen a proper Bailey feud with uh, Becky, like with these versions of the character. Right. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think at least one match after the steel cage, we should be done with this. Mm-hmm. And we can move on to better things mm-hmm. for both of them. Yeah. Um, one and done. Maybe Bailey can win a feud, but I don't know. It hasn't been do- looking so good for her. Like, she hasn't won a feud since she's come back because her last feud was with Bianca Belair, and she lost that, like, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. Um, all right. So, next we have Elias. He's waiting for his opponent, and his opponent, uh, straight out of Outworld, uh, representing <laughs> Shang Tsung, is uh, Omos. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, you see Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat has appeared. Uh, and he is very happy with his newest acquisition. Um, so he Omos is on loan from the Outworld forces of mm-hmm. uh, Shang Tsung mm-hmm. to MVP. Um, and uh, it goes the way one would think it would go. The yep. finish him comes up mm-hmm. and Omos takes care of business. So Pierce says that Tazawa has to earn his way into the Rumble. Why? That's a good question, Rich DeRiz. Why can anyone else just say, I'm in the Rumble? And was like, I want to be in the Rumble. Pierce like, well, hold on, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is not official. All right. I know I have headcanon for this. And my okay. headcanon is that WWE is a mer- meritocracy. And like certain people can declare themselves for the Royal Rumble. Like Kofi Kingston could declare himself for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Cody Rose could, could, because he's a big enough star. So mm-hmm. like Tazawa, I don't remember the last time he won a singles match. So to justify him, besides twenty four seven, that sounds made up. So what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, like, you have to justify your spot. You know what I mean? Why should you have that spot over somebody else? Like you haven't really done anything, mm-hmm. so that's what I was thinking. I'll, that that's how that's like. All right, you know what? They it really doesn't make any sense why some people could just go in and some people have to qualify. Like why? Like top dollar Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Ricochet had to earn his way in, yep. and he's had a better. You know, they're not like AEW where wins and losses mass. Wins and losses matter, right? So it's not like. Even in 2022, Ricochet was Intercontinental Champion. He, he did great. And he still had to earn his way in. So I thought this was justified. Fair. Right. But tell me, you know. Well, listen, I'm you I'm just like you. And sometimes you gotta you gotta move on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel you. All right. So next we had the uh KL Tarbuckle head segment uh for me, which is uh <laughs> Stupid boy howdy, just Bo Howdy, just over mm-hmm. here, you know, it's somehow distracting Bianca. So it's like Bianca's not stupid. She should have just did her move. I'm like, what are you gonna do? He hit me or something? You're a guy. That's not how it works. You just <laughs> saw that it how the rules work here. Just do mm-hmm. what you're gonna do and just move on with your life and just laugh at his face. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Just go. Mm-hmm. You, you have no power here. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, just, just stay on SmackDown where you belong. All right. So, Cesaro's <laughs> <laughs> opponent was Bronson Reed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that. So if you're listening. <laughs> Bronson Reed does like his old little claw, and I'm like, what can I put here? A cookie. It's <laughs> great. It's perfect. It's like he's caught, he wants a cookie. It's like, all right, here you go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't have this unless I win. <laughs> I'm doing it for the cookie. Come on, <laughs> the cookie. <laughs> that should be his uh, music. I yes. did it all for the cookie. Listen, guys, whoever you got to replace CFOs, do your job. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so that goes as well as it's going to go. And this mm-hmm. is, of course, the uh, the main event. This was to earn a shot at Austin Theory's United States Championship, the uh, alleged top prize of Monday nights. Um, so this was cool because, fun fact, you know, you get The Miz and Dolph Ziggler in a match together in uh, mm. 2023. Yeah, you know they every year these guys wrestle each other. It's it's a it always happens apparently. So, uh, first Seth eliminates the Miz because he's in like a figure four mm-hmm. by Ziggler, and uh, then there's the water spit to the face of Theory, which I caught there for you. Yeah, and then we got the super kick party from Ziggler. Here's mm-hmm. one for you, Corbin. Here's one for you, uh, Bobby Lashley. Look at you. You're like carved out of granite. This mm-hmm. guy's so strong. Such a, I'm so jealous. All right. So work. here you go, Balor. Don't feel left out. Here's for you. You know, I know the Balor Club's not here, but you can have Super Kick Club. And then mm-hmm. uh, the pedigree from uh, Seth by Ziggler. Um, I didn't catch when um, Finn got, oh, yeah. Uh, Finn got stomped and eliminated by Seth mm-hmm. after not coup de grying. I thought it was cool when uh, Omos got his head stomped in to the table with Theory like getting Omos's arm. That was, was a, almost like that was a, that was a smart way to eliminate Omos. Yeah, it was perfect. It, it's mm-hmm. like, it protects him too. It's like yeah, that, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, it's like it's a finisher onto the announce desk. It was enough of a distraction for Lashley to just spin the whole. Spear the holy heck out of Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. So that concludes the uh, Monday Night Raw. But uh, I wanted to discuss something from Raw uh, real quick before we headed on into. I don't want to talk about NXT. Can we skip it? Sure. Unless there's something really important. We'll just scroll through real quick. But why. Did you announce Cody officially for the Rumble? So I read that uh, they knew it was going to leak anyway, and they're happy with the rest of the surprises they have planned. I read that too. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with one extra surprise? Like, maybe it's not as obvious to, to everyone else as it is to, like, most people that he's coming back. For the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. It it would have been a way bigger pop. It's like when they're like, okay, 
What if on Monday Night Raw, before we went to Royal Rumble that year, they're like, John Cena's coming back? Mm. Do you think the pop would have been as big? No, certainly not. You were there, right? I was there. I was was there, right? That was, like, even at that time, it was a little bit of a 50-50 crowd. But that was a unanimous cheer. I feel this like this was Cena yeah. at the height of his popularity, mm-hmm. and no one knew he was going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, and you didn't. Right? It was incredible, and you took that away. And it's like, yeah, okay. So now, when we do the episode after it, and we're like, you lied because that wasn't. None of that other stuff was good. Like you had Flimity Flam from Flip Flap. Yep. I don't care about him. <laughs> I don't care how many times he was the BDB champion or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care who the toughest SOB and Dead Tucket is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this Cody Rhodes, this that. This one one royal family. Dude, come on. Cody Vader or no Cody Vader? Now, now, who cares? The Bookiverse wants to know. And what this means to me, he's either number one or number two. Wow. The entrance. You get the proper entrance if you're number one and two. True. There's no way, bro. Otherwise, everyone just runs in. Or maybe they'll like go slow and take it in a little bit. Nah, no. You start. I think that's part of why they did it because he's gonna open it anyway, you know. But still, it would have been perfect if if it was him as number one, you know. The, the whole entrance, you get the whole entrance, Cody Vader and everything. Do it, you cowards! I think he should be number two. Have why? someone in there waiting, and then they hear it. The lights go out. Cody All right, yeah, he should be number two because otherwise it's Cody waiting for somebody after he had like the best entrance. Exactly, the better entrance. Okay, so either- and then and then the question of literally how do you follow that? Also, n- number two is number two is like the same as number one, but you just get you know what I'm right. saying like the just, better entrance. It, yeah, it's just not quite as remembered in the record books. Yeah. So when Cody wins, like it'll be asterisk. He won from number two, which is the same as number one. It's just not number one. You know, technically, mm-hmm. the first person has the advantage because they're waiting. They're resting in the ring from coming in, waiting for the entrance to be over. Cooling off. Technically, number two has the advantage over number one because number two knows who number one is before number one knows who number two is and can already be mentally preparing. Yeah, you have a little bit more preparation time, mm-hmm. especially if you think like Batman, who... Mm-hmm. The question is, how much preparation time does Batman have? And he can just take you down. Yep. So, all right. <clears throat> but that's so, not, that's not our booking of the Rumble. That's coming later. No, that's what we, we think they should do. Yeah. Like, we we could do whatever we want. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. So for NXT, uh, why don't you just take us through? You know, I don't have anything for it because mm-hmm. I was uh, I was having a hard time staying awake during it. Like, it's not their fault, really. I watched it late, like, late at night last night. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's a, a little, it's turning a little bit closer to what Vince's NXT was, which was 
Bleh. Yeah, like I had, to, I was second monitoring it because I was playing. I got Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, mm. and I was playing it because I'm like, I can't focus. This hmm. is so bad. Yeah. And when you're second screen for me in a wrestling show, that's not good, dude. Mm-hmm. At least to me. That sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry that I went through there. I was very disprofessional. Disprofessional. Right. Very disprofessional. Um. So I was distracted, but also I still didn't like it. It's mm-hmm. like I don't get this. Um, like I, I, it's not like anything's confusing to me. It's like I'm, I'm not being. Like I appreciate the work that's being put into it, but they have, the storylines haven't hooked you. Yeah, I'm having trouble. Um, yeah, they they haven't given us a reason to care. I'm on the same page with you here. Like I uh, think the wrestling's good. The wrestling's good, but right. I need a a, a storyline. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I need you know how you know what the deal is here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm more. I need I need I'm more of a sports entertained. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm not a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. I haven't lost my mind completely. Mm -hmm. You know. um, Like this Lyra Valkyria thing, which is the first red highlight I have. It's like, A, why? And B, why do I care? Like They they really haven't even told us anything about Lyra Valkyria from what she did in UK. So I don't like, I don't know why... She's coming out to George Aquacora Jade. Yeah, just fresh started. Or uh, whoever she joined. She said, uh, if, oh, uh, if not for Cora Jade, she'd be number one contender. Like, I don't care. Yeah, like, we know it was a week ago. We know because she was a sore loser, she cost you, you know, in the Rumble because she got tossed out real fast. You know, the Battle Royal. Yeah. And she was a sore loser. She cost you an opportunity, but, mm-hmm. like... You'll never know. I I can understand why you're upset because you'll never know mm-hmm. if it weren't for her. You know, we've all been slighted in some way in our life, and that's relatable. Right. Second highlight I have um, is with uh, Alba Fire backstage with her her bat in the ref's throat, and Casey and Casey come talk her down, and she's basically like, "I can take both of you on. Like, I want a tag title match." It's spoiler alert. It's gonna be uh, Isla Dawn. Yeah, it's gonna be Isla Dawn. I, it's Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I think I might have thought that was gonna be a thing. I think we might have brought it up last week, mm-hmm. but it's now it's even more obvious. Um, yeah, which I obvious isn't always bad. I think it could be good. I think they'll they'll make a, a formidable tag team. I've re- I've said it before. I really really like the Isla Dawn character, and I think they are best dressed. Yeah, she has and like think, the coolest outfits. She absolutely does, and I think they're showcasing her in the proper way. Uh they're they're presenting her properly, and of course she's making she's making the most of it to tag team with Alba Fire. Great, cool, but I feel like it. It's, in a way, coming from out of nowhere. And they were literally just feuding. And as far as we know, that feud's not over. I think so it is. It's kind of the of opposite. Match they had. Maybe. That was- but, like, it's, it's, still, it's still kind of the exact opposite of what happened between Cora Jade and Roxy. I know, but 
this is not like it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just look over on the main shows. Drew, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. You know, they beat the crap out of each other. They have great there, accents. There was and more then, time in between, at least. Yeah, but it's like, I I kind of like it because it's like, you know how it's iron sharpens iron? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, you're tough. Like, you're really tough. But I'm also tough. Mm-hmm. We're pretty tough. Why don't we? Why don't we have gold? Yeah, it's like now, you know now that I mean? we know which of us is better. Now let's team up and just dominate. Hell, now that we know that we're both monsters, yeah, and we should monster together mm-hmm. and have monsters with belts, co-monsters. Yeah, the mad I lads. Think, I think that's the, the story with you know where she's like where they tried to say oh like she's sacrificing herself. It's like no, I just thought she was just. She missed her on the table spot, but I guess this was supposed to go this way. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Then we had that segment with uh, Chase U backstage. What bugged me? I couldn't hear what was said in the video that Chase, that Andre Chase played. Like I put subtitles on, subtitles couldn't catch it. I I didn't want to make it much louder. I just I, I don't want to make things loud than I have to. Well, I might be deaf because I don't know. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Yeah, so um, whatever. I think it's weird. You're a wrestling company and you have a college, university. like. Let's, let's not go into I think it's weird you're a wrestling company territory, okay? Okay. You're opening doors you don't want to open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of doors I don't want to open, I don't like toxic trash and not getting an entrance. I didn't like the the post match bickering. I don't like that they're teasing a breakup between Gigi and JC. All right, cool. Me neither. But you know, eventually that this is how it goes down. Don't want let them be All a right. tag team. I feel uh, like want, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping if they do split them up, that Gigi gets the push. Yeah. All right, uh, let's head no over. To JC. No, I think they're both great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's go on and move over to SmackDown mm-hmm. briefly. We got to move it along here so we can basement book a little bit. Yeah. All right, oh, it's going too <laughs> fast. It automatically starts. So that's great. So here we are, Roman Reigns. Everybody comes out the cars and like the Usos, they do the mm-hmm. with uh, Sammy. And uh, look at, look at, look at Paul Heyman and Paulie in the background. He's just looking at Sam. He's like, and mm-hmm. we've all been here, Rich Torres. We've all been here, you know, earlier on in our lives when mm-hmm. we thought we were cool with somebody and then just get that. And then poor Sam, he just, you know, he's putting out the fist to get the bump. Trump mm-hmm. Chief just keeps on walking. And then the look on Sammy's face. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost like you can see the bit where his heart is breaking, like in that Simpsons meme. Yeah, right mm-hmm. there, Rich, there is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after that, um, yeah, yeah, I had to compose myself because I felt hurt for Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, L.A. Knight defeats local talent Fred Jones, which I thought was funny because Fred Jones is a character of Scooby-Doo. Huh. And uh, this whole... 
Bray Wyatt LA Knight thing is very Scooby Doo, if you ask me. This pitch mm. black match is very Scooby Doo, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> it's Scooby Doo, yeah. All right. So That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, all right. We all know I'm a Firefly Fun House Mark. So I was I was happy with this. I thought, oh, this is cool. I miss Firefly Fun House. Um, it goes in, and there we go. Uh, Bray Wyatt and the moth crack. Mm-hmm. Got the, I thought that was pretty funny. The wife was in here for it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yowie wowie. Bray's basically like, you know, uh, you done did it now. Mm-hmm. And Rambling Rabbit's like, I like it late night, man. Don't don't hurt him. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, whatever happens to LA Knight is all his fault. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else to say about this wacky little segment here? No, that was about it. Other than like, it, we're getting the obvious definitive tie-in now between what Bray Wyatt was with the, sort of, well, I guess with the, with the Fiend and the Firefly Funhouse and Uncle Howdy. We're kind of just adding a new character here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we had uh, the uh, Hit Row, um, or Hit Rope. Hit Rope. Uh, as they're uh, called, sometimes mm-hmm. referred to. Mm-hmm. So they beat Humberto and uh, Angel. I don't get it, man. Like, Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza are super good. Mm-hmm. They're, like, super good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I, I think they should have won the match, honestly, because the hit row doesn't lose anything by losing it. Like if they get disqualified or something. Other that way. Yeah. I, like I they was, went was, too crazy on them, went too ham. Yeah. I was going to say that we just haven't seen Angel and Umberto in a while. And also, did you notice that the tag team championships are being defended separately? Yes. That's interesting. A decree, a decree was made. I think I don't know if uh, it was like officially like announced. It wasn't announced on TV, but internally, Triple H is separating tag titles. It was one of those. We made it super simple for you guys to figure out. Like, mm-hmm. don't at me because yeah. this looks pretty simple. Right. When they say Raw Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. and then on SmackDown you have a tournament for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. and in case you. You had some questions later on in the graphic for Kevin Owens versus the tribal chief, the head of the table, the war chief, Roman Reigns. The championship is both colors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the undisputed universal championships. Yep. So don't at them. Right. So there's no questions. I like stuff like that. It's like you can see with your eyes what's going on here, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, So <laughs> then we're back, you know. Sammy Zayn, he's going to the tribal chief. And the tribal chief's like, listen, man, I just expect more from you guys. You know what I mean? And and, and Sammy's like, no, we love you, the tribal chief. We'll do whatever. And Roman's like, listen, what I want you to do is you make sure you get the cars ready, call the pilots. I want that jet ready to go. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And F Greta Thunberg. I don't care what she says. I fry private. And then she said, how dare you? And then uh, <laughs> uh, this I thought was interesting that Paul Heyman thanked the tribal chief, which means 
that the Paul Heyman must have convinced the tribal chief he's got a plan for Sammy. Yeah, because he said right? you want Sammy in the castle pissing out, not outside the castle pissing in. Which is a, an analogy I've never heard before, but it works. Yes, it does. Um, so this works out well for the tribal chief, not really. Uh, so it's, it's only Solo and the wise man. Kevin Owens comes from the crowd, blindsides the tribal chief, which I don't agree with. Uh, be the official podcast on the Isle of Relevancy. I don't agree with that. Right. Um, after the stutter, you know, Kevin Owens, he goes out there, he uh, sends a super kick salad mm-hmm. for the undisputed tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's many super kicks and throwing into barricades and steel steps. So it's not like it wasn't super easy for him. And uh, proceeds to pop up powerbomb the tribal chief. And uh, that he is standing over him. And then Sammy's way too late. Mm-hmm. And the ropes are keeping Sami Zayn from getting into the ring somehow as a force field, mm-hmm. magically keeping him from getting in Kevin Owens' face. Kevin Owens tosses the contract at him, and then Kevin Owens just bounces uh, because his life is in danger. Yep. So that was SmackDown. There you go. Solid episode. I think uh, so. 874 right. days as the tribal chief, head of the table. It's unbelievable. Acknowledge it. Um, so let's go on to dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, keep, for now, why if there's a first, first match, first highlight here. I, I I got I just got this gripe. It's annoying me. I don't you know if you got the graphic, great. If not, whatever. It's okay, but, dude. We're playing. We're flying by the seat of our pants, brother. If there's a stipulation during a match that if you get involved in the match. You could be fired. Why is that stipulation carry over after the match is over? I we was explicitly told if you interfere in the match. I watched that today. I was going to pull my hair out. Right. Like I was, I was sitting there, but the match, the whole time it's happening, like, but the match is over. Yeah. But the match mm-hmm. is over. Mm-hmm. But the match is over. I'm yeah. repeatedly saying it to myself like a maniac. Like, you ever feel like you're the only, you know, every you're going crazy? I felt like I was losing my mind. Yeah, and it's I, this is in the same category as having like a no DQ match and not using foreign objects or interference until after a ref bump. Yeah. Like, do you not know the rules or the fact yeah. that there are no rules? It was over. Yeah, he didn't interfere in the match. Um, I felt it feels like it might have been one of. I wish it was a dumb mis- miscommunication on their part. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, dude, it's over. You don't have to. He can still do this. You're messing up the spot. I'm really supposed to choke slam them. Why are we still doing this? You know? Yeah. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everybody's just confused. Mm-hmm. All right. So I thought it was great that we got the graphic, and we mm-hmm. definitely gonna have this. You know, later. You know, you you would have seen this already because mm-hmm. I thought. It was nice of them to acknowledge him. I got a little beef with WB and how they do business over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Well, um, they they taped a memorial, a tribute show after 
Dynamite and Rampage, which is going to it's going to be on ROH, whatever their streaming thing is. I don't remember what it's called. And it's going to be on the Ring of Honor YouTube. Uh, that was what I checked right before we started. It's not up yet. Yeah. Okay. So this was this is going to be first furtherly discussed maybe in a new segment to the podcast. So well, there might be a new thing. You're not going to know if you don't you don't stick around. There you go. So. All right, so I you don't have this highlighted anywhere, but I had it because I watched it recently, and it's like, what an alpha move. Like, you're there with the wife of the man you knocked unconscious last week, mm-hmm. and you're casually talking about how you shut his lights off. The man that she loves, the mm-hmm. father of her children, and you shut his lights off. Yep. <laughs> knocked his dick into the dirt, as he said. So to speak. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I... I was like, this is incredible. This is great. And then she went and asked what's next for him. And then it went too long. Yeah. You should have just left it alone and just leave it at that. I think Hangman is great, but he some folks need to be men of lesser, like few words. Mm-hmm. Like fewer words, more of an impact. But the more you keep going, it's like it's like, man, this guy's cool. Then he keeps talking. It's like, yep, see, he's still kind of cool. And it's like, okay, why, dude? You're already cool. Why are you doing this? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, not anymore. You're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty cool. How, how casual. Like, <laughs> I had a lot of fun uh, with with Renee. We'll see later. But mm-hmm. uh, this is not the last time you see her. So, who knows what's next? I stopped listening after that. So, ah. uh, next we had uh, <laughs> Daniel Bride delivered a. The Psycho D to uh, Bandito over here. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, it looked like he shut his lights out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had, I, I really appreciated Danielson, Branderson, mean mugging it to the camera, knowing full well MJF was watching. Mm-hmm. And he's going to keep running people over. Then MJF's like, listen to me, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danderson. All the smarky things, I'm better than you, salted the earth, big belt. Bye. Hmm. Um, next we had, I thought this was interesting because this is one of these like light switch things to me because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so Tony Storm and Soraya are heels now. Yeah. Right. Just out of nowhere. They mm-hmm. just are like their whole attitude is just mean girl. They went full mean girl in this. So it's Soraya, Soraya and Tony Storm and, uh, Hikaru Shida. And like, Paige is like, listen, you need to stay back here. Oh, actually, wait. In this frame, Tony is like, listen, she does. She was. She wasn't trying to do that. She didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. She would do something that's stupid because mm-hmm. that'd be really dumb. And, and I'm like, wait a second. No, that's what she did, though. Mm-hmm. She did do that, though. We did watch it back. What was your plan there? Because it didn't look like it was to help them. Mm-hmm. So Tony's giving her the benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, and Soraya's like, "Fine, but you better stay back here." And Sheeta's like, "She just disrespected me." So in this mm-hmm. next segment, MJF is slapped Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. There's context to this. This didn't just happen. This. Is of course before this is after MJF's like this is a big envelope full of money. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if look at Renee's face. Nothing, it's like nothing has happened to her. Mm-hmm. She, nothing's registered. Like, MJF has brought his head. It's coming to hit the face of Brian Cage, who looks like a killer. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Richard is. You don't have to zoom for this one. So, mm-hmm. catch, this is Renee's face as this is happening. Mm-hmm. And a microsecond later, when the contact comes, here it comes. Bam! Ah. And then <laughs> it's almost like MJF hit Brian Cage so hard mm-hmm. that the disrespect landed on Renee. Like mm-hmm. she caught disrespect, and that's mm-hmm. what hit her. Because, <laughs> like, you can see she mm-hmm. got caught with some disrespect, some residue of disrespect. And Prince got Nada, some too. Not as like, oh, that that grazed me. Mm-hmm. It just went right. She swallowed some of that disrespect. It got. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. She says. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> after like full motion, she's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is crazy. And of course, you don't have to worry, guys. Basement chair's got your back. <laughs> it's right up close and personal. Chris Donna's like, oh hell no, mm-hmm. this did not just happen. A one eight seven is about to occur here. Trust me, I know. So then, he's like, "Money, man, don't. This is more money." And by the way, the envelope wasn't opened. MJF is assuming that this is more money that Brian Cage and Prince Nada have ever seen in their life. That's effed up. On that alone, I would pick him up and put him through the set. And then walk away with the money. What's yeah, stopping him from doing that? Because mm-hmm. if you ask me, Brian Cage looks like a guy where this isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. This is not a problem for Brian Cage. Yeah, it, sh- it should have been one of those deals where this is more money than you've ever seen in your life. This is the first half. You get the other half after you do the job. Yeah. Oh, that's really good, dude. Thank you. That's really awesome. Thank you. Terrific. All right, so we are back with the uh, women's match. It's mm-hmm. uh, Willow versus Tony Storm. Sudden heel Soraya and Sudden heel Soraya. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. I'm fine with Soraya being a heel. I I prefer that. So, and she is there with the kendo stick, and Soraya's like, "I told you to stay back there." Mm-hmm. Um. And it, you know, admonishes her, and this comes to where like she gets on the apron, and uh, Willow goes to Soraya's like, "Hey, get out of here!" And Tony Storm takes advantage, hits the roll up, uh, uses uh, Willow's uh, cake, and then uh, there's the cover, and then um, the beatdown comes. Suddenly, Soraya, super heel, Soraya beating up on poor Willow Nightingale, everybody's best friend. Mm-hmm. Then out comes. Destination. Oh, no. That's why I don't do karaoke. So she's out there. <laughs> and the whole time, Paige is like, Are you serious? Are you serious? It's like, Well, yeah, mm-hmm. she seems very serious. This doesn't look like a comical situation for Ruby Soho. And Cheetah. Yeah, I think Cheetah just the whole time, she's just stone cold stunned the whole time. Like she's still recovering from the disrespect two weeks ago. She's mm-hmm. she's recovering from the 
the sit down interview. Yeah. She's like, I still can't act. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we had uh, Darby Allen mm-hmm. uh, face off against the uh, the man of the hour. Uh, the man, man. The man of all the hours. The man of all the hours. He's got all the time in the world. He's a real time splitter, uh, if you will. And uh, he lost the match, of course. Yeah. But it's amazing. You Was this for the title? Yeah. You could just get a title match, the TNT Championship. I guess it's the precedent has been set from the Cody days. It's like, this is how we get people in. You get jumped in by getting a title match. Well, there was there was that. There was I think there was something on social media where Kushida accepted the open challenge. Where it's like, all right, so like I get that it's open challenge, but open challenge is like, I am issuing open challenge right now, and someone just comes out. Yes. Yeah. It's the AEW definition of an open challenge. Yeah, but AEW still put on a better show than NXT this week. Uh, I'm going to definitely give him that. Uh, Despite Cheetah's right. overacting, I do agree. Yeah, listen, one one little hole does not sink an entire ship. You could patch it up. All right. Uh, it looks like they're headed to like uh, AEW Originals versus non-AEW Originals women's. At least it's cool. a women's division feud and not a men's thing because it's been done before so at least with this it's something yeah so uh Britt baker and jamie hater faces for it since fans i don't think fans behind hater well are they currently feuding now they already lost their match that's you know what i mean like maybe that's just resolved maybe and they moved page and tori Tony Storm to the mm. next thing, to the heel thing. Yeah. Who knows? It's hard to keep track because it, it seems Willow and Ruby are done with the Jack, the JAS girls. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what's next for them. And they're yeah. like, well, we just want to work with them. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go uh, hit the rampage quick, quick, because we're already like, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Sorry about that. Present video file. Because I kept hitting share screen. It's like, I don't want to share my screen. Mm -hmm. All right. So for Rampage, Mm -hmm. uh, there's not much here. But the whole Ortiz is out here. He's with Tony Schiavone. He's like, you know, the guy, the the Eddie Kingston I know, he's not going to, he almost crossed the line. He was going to hit a woman with a chair. We don't, where I'm from, that's not cool. Eddie Kingston comes out. And he's with like, a chair. With a chair. And it's not for sitting. Right. Uh, it's not for sitting because Ortiz was like, is this, the, what would, this is, of course, when he's like, what would Homicide think? Mm-hmm. And then he said, don't ever do this. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big you are. Don't ever accuse Eddie Kingston of being a fake tough guy. Mm-hmm. Because he will try to end you, and this is with a friend on TV for work. Mm-hmm. So just think about what could happen to you. So yep. he didn't take kindly to be called a fake tough guy. Because as soon as that happened, bat chair to the stomach, and then bat chair to the back, and that's a wrap for him. And then uh, the other thing we had it was uh, Action Andretti, and he beat uh, Daniel Garcia. 
mm-hmm. with the uh, Shooting Star Press. Yep. And uh, that's it. So, I if I was Danny Garcia, I would say these it was the pants. You know, it was hard wrestling in those pants because they were Had giving to Sammy Guevara, and he sabotaged him. He knew. He knew that those pants were a size too small. He did it on purpose to sabotage him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't he didn't appreciate that. That's what's going to be the excuse. Because the loser, the win if he loses, he doesn't team with uh Jericho. Yeah. So. They they just don't have the, the right ventilation, you know. It could make stuff, a difference. Yeah, stuff's gotta breathe. Stuff's not breathing. You know, if you can't breathe, you can't fight. One hundred percent. Especially, especially your boys. Yeah. Um, all right. And we're not talking about the new day. All right. So Monday Night Raw 30th anniversary show is tomorrow. 30 years of Monday Night Raw. Richter is what the heck? Crazy. Monday Night Raw is an important show. It's a very important show. It's a very special show. A lot of those years we spent up together. Yep. Monday Night Raw. Um, this is very big. So let's how would we book WrestleMania uh Monday Night Raw 30? Um, knowing what we know. And like how would you do it? Well, I figure you gotta have as far as all the big stars that are currently on the roster, all hands on deck. So you're gonna have Roman, you're gonna have Bloodline, right? Wait a second. Remember, that's just to recap, just to fit it in. Mm-hmm. They still have, and we can use this in our plans, the acknowledgement ceremony. So right. that we already that's have on that. The table. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's Thanks already going to be the Monday Raw Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. the Judgment Day versus the Usos. You. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't know about anything else, but I know those are the big. Things that were announced. We know the legends. Also, Becky and Bailey in a cage cage match, right? Okay, so we have we have to make room for that. And you know, Hogan's going to be there. Flair's going to be there. X Pac's going to be there. Road Dog's going to be there. A bunch of people are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I almost wouldn't be surprised or particularly disappointed if those are the only three matches. Have each match main event whatever respective hour they're on, you know, have, you know, have your backstage segments with, uh, with legends, have interaction with current superstars and then have, you know, current superstar storylines, a little bit of advancement with, you know, just some tomfoolery backstage, have some conversations as people get in people's faces, maybe a pull apart or two. All right. For the record, this raw 30 takes place in the book of verse. Hmm. So let's open up Monday Night Raw. All right. We'll open Monday Night Raw with no other than no chance in hell. Vince McMahon comes back. <laughs> I like where you I like the uh where where you where you're uh I like where you're coming from here. All right. So Vince comes out, he everybody's cheering for him. They love him. Uh they're throwing flowers. Um streamers. First is Pyro. You know, mm-hmm. he comes out and he has the microphone. You know, I, I don't think, you know what? I'm not going to bring, he does this to do strut to the stage. He's not going to go to the ring. Mm-hmm. He's just going to look around. 
just look at, just take it in. Everybody's cheering. And they say, Welcome to Monday Night Raw. And then mic drop. And then he just leaves. He just leaves. Mm. <laughs> what, what do you think of that to open it? I like it. Or <laughs> he now, just leaves. <laughs> does, now, does he do it exactly like that? Or does he do it the way he did for the first episode? Welcome, everyone, to Monday Night Raw. Before, before he got all, like, guttural. It's kind of hard to do that. We don't have a time machine. Hmm. Like, his voice is never the same anymore. It's not going to sound the same. <laughs> like, if he does it, tries to do it, he's still going to sound like a older, gruff man. Now, on his way... Who may or may not be a pest. <laughs> on his way from the stage to the back, maybe in Gorilla, does Money, Inc. confront him? Okay. Saying he, saying he, owes, he, here. he, he owes money on his taxes. All right, and then what happened? Sale of stock. And okay, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And Vince's lawyer comes out, mm-hmm. and uh, Vince's lawyer is uh, no other than Brother Love. Mm. And he says, I love you. And he's mm-hmm. like, We're, We can have a discussion about this. Uh, a certain investment group is very interested in mm. this situation and then they just f off to wherever mm. and then um and 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 then hunter's just like at the computer or the monitors at the computer like a nerd like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> he's open he's like look at you could do that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and like get these guys out of here or whatever you could even have you could have basically that hbk and triple h are the adults in the room yeah, you know they're at the monitors just trying to do work. Mm-hmm. You know, um. So what do you do? Do you go and then you come back from commercial, I guess, and then um. Oh, you know what we could do? We can open it up with a, with the um, with the first. Would you want the first match to be the tag team title match, or do you open with the cage match, or does the cage match main event Monday Night Raw? Or do they do like a legends thing at the end of Monday Night Raw? I think a match closes the show. Um, I, I know, but I was. Do you want to say cage match? Still, <laughs> still cage match closes. So let's open with tag. All right, great. So we'll do the tag team title match. All right, obviously, the Judgment Day is out first, right? Because they're not the champions, right? I got a question here. Mm-hmm. So is it Priest and Balor representing the Judgment Day, or is it actually going to be Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest? I think the graphic was Priest and Balor. All right, good. Priest and, oh, yeah, Priest and Balor. I said that right. <laughs> technically, that's not fair. Because... It was Dominic Mysterio and Priest that won them like, their way into the match, right? Dominic was the sub because uh, Priest because Finn couldn't continue, but that doesn't mean pre uh, Finn was out out. He was out of the match. I get it. Dominic yeah. was in it on Priest's behalf. There's gonna be a lot of chicanery in this thing. Um. Going off what we know here, do we have 
do the Usos drop the belts? No. Okay. Usos so. retain. Rhea tries to intervene. Right? Lights cut out. She's a may, yay, 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 zing. And oh, there so you, you want. I was going to have out the female of the bloodline. I was going to have her come back at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could do it here. Or we could do it where you do have them. And because you, so, you have Solo and Rhea Ripley, but it's outside stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have the situation that we had where she gets in the way of Dominic again because thinking he'll back off. But this time... He actually goes to headbutt her, mm. but Dominic gets her out of the way and he gets the headbutt. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that this that neutralizes that portion. And Jimmy J could do the Jimmy J mm-hmm. and they'll win the they'll, they'll retain the championships. Mm-hmm. I think either way works. Yes, I agree. I just want a headbutt to happen. <clears throat> and I will fight for this headbutt. Is the Glasgow kiss not enough? It's not Samoan. You're right. You're right. I w- it would be great if that if they did that. Like if you build up the headbutt for you know people who are not in the know, and then you bring shit. You get Drew versus Solo, and it's like they Glasgow kiss mits, mit, makes mits, meets the Samoan headbutt, and then who's the strongest headbutt? And of course, it's going to be Soul Sokoa. Coconut Crunch. That's it. Forget it. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. We did it. There you go. Screw it. Drew McIntyre shows up at the top of the ramp, and he points to his forehead, hmm. and then he points to Soul Sokoa's forehead, and then we go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. He should also cut a coconut with his sword. As proof, yes. of do- as as a show of dominance. One hundred percent. And then we go backstage, and um, X-Pac and Road Dog are laid out backstage. Mm-hmm. They've been attacked. We don't know who attacked them. We'll get the usual, get medical, get some help, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so we get back. Let's do some action. All right. What kind of match you want? You can do anything you want. Do we want we a Legends to... match? It's up to you if you want to do that kind of thing on the 30th anniversary of Raw. Mm. Um, how about how about we do Hurt Business wants a rematch with Street Profits from last week? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time MVP doesn't come out. Omos comes out mm-hmm. in the middle of the match. And it's not sure what the distraction is for. Mm-hmm. And he just winds up beating up all four guys mm-hmm. instead of just the two. And it's like, well, hmm. uh, what, what, what was this even about? And because I'm only booking Raw 30, I don't have to follow up. It's easy for me. There you go. Like, what, what, <laughs> why did he do that? Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, it gets four people I like wrestling to wrestle. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Um, all right. That's all it's about. All right. So, all right. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I feel like there's not enough ladies. So let's bring uh, Trish Stratus is here. 
mm-hmm. and Lita, they're back for Raw 30. Mm-hmm. And because Rich Derez mentioned Legends match, mm-hmm. let's do Trish Stratus and Lita tag against the Raw Women's Champions. There's your Legends match. What do you mean the Raw Women's Champions? The Tag Team Champions. The Raw Tag Team Champions. The Women's. Like, oh, why wait. are you playing stupid like there's only one logical thing? Like, you could put it together on your own. I, You know what? <sighs> like, obviously, I mean yeah. the, ta- the, fe- e- the Women's yeah. Tag Team Championships. I'm sorry, Damage I can spell it out. Yeah. Like, I... You know what? They weren't featured at all this weekend. I, they kind of slipped my mind. All right. So Trish Stratus mm-hmm. and, Lita and Lita come back and they wrestle damage control. Yes, I love it. But the damage titles. control goes over. Of course. No. No? No. Because we don't have to follow up. We're not trying to make this the biggest Raw 30 ever. I think, you have a huge, I think you should have a huge women's tag team title match. And the belts change hands because you're thinking, oh, it's Trisha and Lita. They're not going to win. But they win. So you mm-hmm. subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. We, we, were, we were talking about predictability. Mm-hmm. Like, no one, oh, that's a match like that's going to happen on Monday Night Raw. It's the 30th Raw, dude. 30 uh, years. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And you get your Legends match. Yep. All right. So it happens like right there. The. The, the faces go over. Um, Bailey's yelling at the fans, you stupid idiots. It's all your fault. Yeah, she comes out after and she consoles them because they're very upset. You know, Because mm-hmm. um, she, she didn't get involved because she needs to be ready for her cage match against Becky. She can't risk being injured or anything going to a match later on. That's right. So that's fine. Um, so then we get back from commercial and uh, you know, HBK, Triple H, you know, they get an update from medical and they're like, what's the deal? Like, who did this? And it's like, I just got a phone call. We're going to find out tonight. And so whatever. So what's next? What do you want to do now? I'm looking at this, uh, this list here. I think... You got to yeah. have Hogan and Ric Flair do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but before we get to that, we got backstage the new women's tag team champions being congratulated by Alundra Blaze, who's there, and uh, the Bellas. Oh, my God. And I Ronda, can't believe it. And then Ronda, Ronda walks up with Shayna. They're both all upset. They're like, you know, we could have done that or something. Yeah, like they could have complain been... about complain about <laughs> old timers taking their spots. What is this? Old timers day? Mm-hmm. I'm the baddest woman on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, and she's they... the baddest promo on the planet. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go they go Trish and Lita into defending the titles same night and switch again. Wow, you just gonna switch it back. Wow. Switch. Wow. It's not man. switching back, it's switching to Ronda and Shayna. Well, basically to the status quo. Because, like, that's not the status quo. Because they're Hall of Famers that don't wrestle. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, but this 
this absolves uh, Patricia Lita from making any other appearances. Well, see, here's the thing, Richard, is because it's Raw 30, we wouldn't have had to follow up. It's a contained episode. Mm. Who cares? But okay, fine. Like, I'm not going to shoot it down. That's your idea. That's what goes through later. Okay. Right. So, um, I hate it, which you're allowed to do, right? That's what yeah. friends do. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's also like if Triple H did it, I hate him too. Mm-hmm. So, it's realism. We're raw and real. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, next, we'll, we'll, um, all right. So, Triple H is like, I want to know. He's out there. He's like, I want to know who had the audacity to attack my friends like that. And then all of a sudden, say, yeah, it's like the roof just blows off. And mm-hmm. it's it's the return of a revival, if you will. The top guys. And they come out in a truck. It's their truck, Rich Deriz. Mm. I'm, it's even my camera went out of focus. You see, yeah, it went all mm-hmm. blurry. It's like I can't. The camera's like, the, whoa! I can't register Hold the on. excitement. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, you're probably wondering what happened to your friends. I hope that you don't have to take any gig Coco Lobo or whatever, because you're all so old. Mm-hmm. But we don't appreciate the disrespect that was visited upon us at Raw 25. But this is this is revenge. And you're lucky that your other friends aren't here because we would have hurt them too. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, and then, then, uh, uh, uh is like, listen, wait, what, what do we call them here? I forgot who they were. I forgot their WWE names. Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> Scott, Daw- Scott Dawson and, uh, I like Cash Wheeler better. <laughs> no, Dawson was Dax. All right. So whatever their names were here. <laughs> and Triple H, because we don't want to be responsible for widowing your wife and making your children fatherless, hmm. we're not going to go down there and beat respect into you. And um, they don't care. What they got to do. But tonight, they're not going to get a title match. That's for SmackDown. That's their problem. We're not doing that here. This 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 show is really stacked. We just wanted the Revival to come back. Yeah. So we put them <laughs> out here. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we'll do the cage match. Mm-hmm. I know. And then, um, who goes over? We'll have Bailey go over, I guess. Yeah, she hasn't won a feud in a while. She hasn't won a feud. Mm -hmm. You could have her cheat. Maybe there's another member of Damage Control. Like, we could get a new member of Damage Control. Mm. And a new member of Damage Control is... Whoever you want, Richter is. Whoever you want, they could be the new member of Damage Control that helped Bailey win the case. Piper Niven. Piper Niven could have been anybody because we're just booking Raw 30. It's not our problem anymore. Mm-hmm. We're just bo- it doesn't have to make sense. That's right. You know? And uh, there you go. That, you that even, was Dewdrop. Now she's Piper Niven. It could be like, you don't even know. We could even have her come out of the bottom. We could have had her big show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey through the cage. Yep. 
you know. Oof. Um, <laughs> or yeah, that she could have big showed Be- Becky through. She was trying to get at Becky mm-hmm. for whatever reason and cost Bailey the match. It's not Bailey's fault. Yeah. All right, that's a pretty good raw thirty. There you go. Now all they got to do is beat that. Yeah. Ridiculous thing for these basement booking idiots. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do Royal Rumble. All right. Um, so I got the number thirty. So let's. Well, first of all, I don't have the brain capacity, and this episode will not be three hours long. So we're not putting every number. Right. Okay. We're doing the best we can here. Mm-hmm. So let's. What, do we open up with the title match? Oh, you uh, want to book the whole show? Yeah. Oh, if you want to just do the rumble, we could just do the rumble. But I would think whoever the champion is would determine the rumble. Well, it wouldn't matter anyway. Because there's only one way this goes down. You know, the tribal chief wins anyway. Right. Like, we could just be under the assumption that the tribal chief will be the undisputed universal champion at the end of the night. And we'll just put that under, why are we even talking about this? Mm-hmm. All right. So since we're going to, since the rumble's next week and we're not making picks, this rumble, this rumble takes place, of course, in the Bookerverse. The rules of the Bookerverse are if a wrestler is no longer with us in, in the reg- in universe A, which is the prime universe, which is Earth One, the one in which we inhabit, it is a constant throughout all universes. There's no unraveling of threads. Mm-hmm. A wrestler. If a wrestler, a wrestler has to physic be able to physically compete. He can't. You can't have. Can't have Andre. Hart. Yeah, because he's not alive. That is saying. in the other thing. That's already covered. Oh, that's already right. covered, Rich. Okay, we moved on from that. <laughs> yes, that's covered. Okay. What I'm saying is, you can't have like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You're not getting, you're not gonna, we're not gonna have, you, you did a time machine and Hulk Hogan in his prime okay. this year. No, he's Hulk Hogan in his current condition. No Hogan, no Sting. Got it. No, you, no Sting. Sting, I'm just saying, Sting does wrestle. Mm, unfortunately. But Hogan does not wrestle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want, I just want to throw a dig at Sting. And in the example for the women, Trish Stratus and Lita may not wrestle, but they can wrestle. Right. All right. Let's go. So who's number one? And why isn't it Seth Rollins? No reason for it to not be Seth Rollins. (laughs) Seth at one, Cody at two. Let's go. Let's do it. That's it. That is it. Adrenaline in my soul. Thank God it's Cody Rhodes. It should have been a surprise. But in our universe, it is. Because they didn't make that stupid decision. Mm-hmm. The roof blows off. We get a repeat of Seth being like, effing guy. Mm-hmm. This effing guy, man. And they t- they tear it down for the brief amount of time they're in there together. You know, it's really important to... I think number three is also as important as one and two, right? Because that's the first person to get in the way mm-hmm. of what's going on in there. This is mm-hmm. the first, like, cog. The first, like, you know, un- the first black licorice. The the black 
uh, jelly bean, so to speak, the the one mm. that spoils the bunch. Yep, the first who, X Factor. Who, who do we have in spoiler? I'm thinking. So hear me out. You could disagree. Mm-hmm. How else would you ruin a perfectly good, exciting thing? You bring out the new modern day wrestling god, Baron Corbin. Ah, it's great. I think that is the best way to to interrupt this flow. What mm-hmm. do you think? That's perfect. <laughs> It's absolutely perfect because it's like the live crowd will absolutely hate it for every yes. good reason. And they're absolutely right, which makes it great. Excellent. So he's out there. He's like, he's just trying to sit there like he's just going to let them go at it. But they go after him. And mm-hmm. then it could be one of those things. Cause like everybody likes both guys. And it's like, oh, that's fun. Them just beating up on him. Mm-hmm. You know, you let that continue. Uh, I have an idea for number six. Okay. Number so, six. Yep. Yep. No, we'll just out. assume a four and five came out. We'll yeah. assume there's already fours and fives out there. Whatever. Right. Number six. No one comes out. Nobody. Give me. A, we'll, 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 we'll come back. What, what's okay. your next number you got? I don't know. Um, let's have Robert Rude come back. Okay. He comes back mm-hmm. and he Glorious. helps out. He helps out Cedric. Who's already in there? Okay, because he was a four or five, and it's like, oh, this is an interesting combination. Put a pin in that. I like you know. All right, uh, I don't know. Uh, we can have. Got to put a little bit of stink on it. We got to put a little. Um... All right, does Sami Zayn enter the Royal Rumble? Hmm. Because we know Solo's got to be in the Rumble, right? This is interesting. Like, what? Oh, by the way, we totally forgot about the acknowledgement of Roman Reigns at our Raw 30. It happened. Everything went fine. Yeah. And uh, The Rock did bring it via satellite. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't worry about it because that's their problem, not ours. All right. So it yeah. happened. Um, all right. Um, okay. So, so well, whatever. Solo comes out. It's not like he's going to win the Rumble. Right. Um, if anything, we could make the story that we just wanted to be a member of the family mm-hmm. and they're just going to do what's best for business. We'll just think of it that way, because I don't know how else to swing this. Mm. You know, let's not put the Usos in there. Let's save those spots. You know, yeah, they got they got to defend the tag titles anyway. Yeah, they defended them, or they're going to defend them, whatever or not. Who cares? That's not mm. the problem here. We're just we're just worried about the Royal Rumble here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say, what do you, I I say? You bring out Kenny Omega. You put Kenny Omega in the Royal Rumble at number ten. That's a surprise. Yeah, why not? Kenny Omega. And then you can have it where Cody eliminates him. Okay, I got number nine, though. All right, go ahead. Actually, I don't. So I haven't thought about number nine. I've been trying to figure out who comes out number nine. But at the same time as the actual number nine comes out, number six comes out, our truth Because he was looking at his number upside down. He thought he was nine. That's great. <laughs> and then whoever he comes out with is like, what are you doing? I'm number nine. Truth's like, I'm number nine. And they'll go back and forth. It's like, that's a six. Oh, my bad, dog. My bad. 
I got an idea. You can have it where the that number nine was Omos, and he just like chucks our truth like across, like a slip and slide. Just nice. She goes straight under the ring, like Titus style or something. Nice. <laughs> I like it. And then eventually he makes his way back in to get eliminated by Omos. Yeah. So that could work too. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Kofi's in it. You guys do the Kofi spot. Yes. You want to book the Kofi spot? How we? How does this even happen? You know, like how how do you do how do you book a Kofi spot? He could do anything. He's like Spider Man without sticking to walls. All right. So, because remember they botched it last year. Yeah. Well, let's say Omos gets tossed out, and like he hits his head on the steps on his way down. On his way down, right? He's laying on the floor. Kofi's tossed up and over. His feet land on Omos. Okay? Omos starts to get up. Kofi's like holding on to the ropes. And just gets back in the ring. He's got to be really fast. And Omos has to be like really engaging his core. Because Mm -hmm. him just landing on him. That could knock the wind out of you, and he's going to react, and that's like a wobbly surface. Like you could immediately just fall off of him. But he, so like he couldn't be holding the ropes. Omas stays there. Kofi's like, all right, yeah, go ahead, go. And like Omas starts to get get to his knees. Kofi's kind of like surfing on him, holding on to the ropes. That's going to be hard to do, but yes, fine, fine, okay, good. That's all right, so. Then he gets super kicked by Seth Rollins. Back up and over. Yeah, and he's done. Okay. That'll I don't know what kind of reaction Seth's gonna get for that. Oh, you know what? That can happen after the Young Bucks have already been in. Wow. And the Young Bucks super kick party. Mm-hmm. Kofi takes it right back out. I'm getting crazy. This is crazy. This, this is, is a crazy, crazy Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course they're not going to win. But who cares? The elite are in the Rumble. Lucky number 13, right. Will Ospreay. Damn, dude. We're just getting, we're just going ham. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Willie Ospreay. Like, Tazara? Nah. Ospreay. Yeah. Some people don't got to earn themselves. They got signed. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They're just shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Because in this universe... All this buyout and purchasing and all this stuff was just a ruse because mm-hmm. Nick Cod was talking to Tony Cod and they talked together and they made a business deal. And Vince was like, forget about it, money. And they were like, all right, <laughs> cool. As long as we get a big cut of the young, the elite, we'll do like a, they could do like a Street Fighter themed. This is what they would do. This is what they would do. They would mm-hmm. do a Street Fighter themed elite shirt X. Royal Rumble, and the they I can see it. The proceeds 50 50. Nice, those shirts would sell like crazy because you'd have the elite and like the best of the dub, the best WWE guys you could find to be in that with them and like Street Fighter versions of those characters. WW Elite, there you go. So making all the money. So mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens with that. Um, and then eventually, we'll do 
at like number, let's do 17, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I hear voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. And it's Randy Orton, my guy. We're, 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 we, don't, we don't know when people are being eliminated. We're just throwing people in. All right. Mm-hmm. So Randy's there. We got Randy back. You know, what else would be cool? Um. Uh oh, you know it'd be hilarious if it's like Ric Flair's music comes off, and then Flair comes out and he's dressed to wrestle, <laughs> and then like Charlotte comes out and she like covers him with a robe. It's like no, no, we're not doing this. We're we're not doing this. We're not doing this. And instead, it's Andrade comes out and he takes his spot, and Andrade is back. Yo, it's like no, that's how you no, do it. You go. You go. <laughs> That's how you do. So I'm I'm imagining Charlotte trying to cover up Ric Flair the way freaking King was trying to recover Cat. Yeah, basically like that. But you're also trying to keep your uh your 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 adult father from being on a list. Yeah, you know, you live it too close to the playground. Get over yep. here. You know, so that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Just, right. It's like the visual of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Keep it going, man. Keep it going, baby. So I if you have a winner, I have my own winner. All right. Well, it's obvious that I, the winner I got for this one mm-hmm. um is Kenny Omega. Because this is a this is a ba- this is a Royal Rumble that takes ca- takes place in the book of verse. Yep. I don't think so, there's a bigger main, main WrestleMania main event than Kenny, Omega, Kenny Omega representing all elite wrestling. Versus the tribal chief, the head of the table for the undisputed universal championship. If Kenny Omega wins, mm-hmm. he does take the belt. He's got the belt, and it will it can appear on dynamite. Crazy. So that's what I got for the winner. Um, All right. Since we're already done, we're doing winner now. I think we did. We did, we went a little crazy anyway. So I think good, so. Yeah. Right, so. right for mine. What's your what? Who do you got here? Number thirty. It's an entrance music we heard on Raw. No chance. That's what. Oh you my got. God! Vince enters the Rumble, and with the help of Shane, wait double his appearance fee the last time. He came to the Rumble. That's right. That's why Vince bought the company, just mm-hmm. to get more money for Shane. Yep. Vince wins the Rumble. He last eliminates AJ Styles, right? You, you're trying to get taken out. WrestleMania. Vince versus Roman. Who's Undis- the real head of the table? Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. You know, bloodline this, bloodline that, yada, yada. Shane. Nick Khan. Bruce Pritchard. And the ace in the hole. Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace. (laughs) Distract all the, the whole nine. Vince leaves the title. Well, 
I mean, it's going to be hard finding a podcast partner once the tribal <laughs> chief gets his hands on you after that happens. Uh, I'm not saying I want it. I think it would make for crazy TV. Yeah, it would definitely be a reality-breaking thing right there. Like, mm-hmm. it would be the most ridiculous thing that could never happen. And that's yep. what a Royal Rumble in the basement book of ours looks like. So, go ahead and email in on that one. Is um, that the cue? Sure. All right. Email basementbookers at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts on who's going to win the Rumble. Basement book your own Rumble. Let us know everything. We're going to have all the socials in the links below, too. I'm going to put that in there. It's always in every video if you're watching on YouTube. But, Rich, in case you're listening, he's got it auditorily. There you go. Twitter at Basement Bookers, at Basement Chair, at Rich the Riz. Where to find this podcast? Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, this one, that one, Podbean, of course. Uh, there are new hosts, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. If 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 it's a, if it'll play a podcast, search for us, you'll find it. Or Google, you'll find it. Siri will find it. They'll all find it. What else we got? Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod, Facebook page, Basement Bookers, YouTube, Basement Bookers. Check it out. That's where we're recording this in video right now. You see me doing something super with my hands. So I'm pointing at the camera and just got a party message. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, time is very precious and valuable, especially yours. Uh, thanks for all the new members and uh, subscribers and people who like our stuff. It really means a lot. The Match of Life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker. <laughs>